Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. your daily dose of Donna and today is Thursday April 13th you guys we made it to Thursday which makes me so happy and if you can see this angle is a little bit different on my on my screen I have of course my oh Vicky goes I'm used to seeing the rainbow behind me I literally have uh I'm doing like a whole set design situation here because I have a special guest today who's going to be joining me for the wine my husband is going to be coming in in just a minute in just a minute but you guys we have a really really fun episode ahead of us We are going to be talking all about Vanderpump Rules. I mean, last night's episode was crazy. Like, I'm still feeling things from last night's episode. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. We can talk a little bit about a couple things I heard on Andy Cohen's show. Um, There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But the reason why I have my husband here is actually, Lance, come on in here now because we have to set this all up. We've got people on TikTok. We've got people on Instagram. I'm not Instagram. On YouTube. Say hi to YouTube. Hi, dosers. <laughs> hi, dosers. He knows. What's up, dosers? Okay, so... Hi, TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't really see, Lance. Um, oh, my gosh. You, this is too... I am not a set design queen. Okay, you guys. So this is this is Lance Bowling. Hello. He's my husband. Or, do we need to lower... No, this doesn't... It's a little bit lower. I just don't want the wine in our face here. Um, so for those of you that don't know um, Lance... He's going to be here joining me for a little wine because we've had a very stressful morning with our it's kids. Thursday at 1143. <laughs> this is, you know, this is what we do. This is the normal thing. But Ilya, Ilya is sponsoring the show. And I told you all about how excited I am about the sponsor. And Ilya is started by a woman. Her name is Layla Joy. And the wine was designed in New York, but bottled and made in Spain. And she is a, like kind of a, you know, she's doing this pretty much on her own. She has a family out there in Spain, but she reached out to me because she found my show on YouTube and she sponsored the show. And I am so excited about it. We're going to talk all about, we're going to be drinking a little wine and then we're going to get into all the stuff. But meanwhile, I wanted Lance to be here because two things, we had a very, very annoying morning with our kids. And if you guys have any kids, you would know what spring break is like when you don't have camp or a vacation. It is not easy. It is not easy and, and we are struggling. And then also, also, um, he is a camera operator on reality shows. So Lance, while I'm like pouring us, I think I'm going to do a little bit of this in one of the glasses and a little bit of the rosé. So this is, it's called a Moscatel. My husband was like, or Lance here was like, is it really sweet? And it's not, this is very Sauvignon Blanc like, if you know that. And then the, um, the rosé I haven't tried yet. And then we'll do the red tomorrow. But this, uh, I have a code, by the way, for 20% off, daily20. You just go to ilia.com, daily20, and the links will be in the show notes and stuff. Come so, on, dosers. Come on, dosers. Okay, so Lance has been working on reality shows for years. He's worked on Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, Perfect Match, um, Dancing with the Stars, etc. He also owns a company called F22 Studios, who is a sponsor of the show. I'll tell you guys a little bit more about them later. 
But first of all, while I pour this for us and we do a little wine tasting with you guys, before we get into VPR, talk a little bit about what it's like working on a reality show, Lance. Mm, um, He's worked on a VPR reunion, by the way. I have. Um, well, no two reality shows are the same. Ooh, she goes, Vicky says, I'm happily married, but Lance is handsome. Oh, thanks, Vicky. Good job. Uh, he should tell him good job. <laughs> okay. Um, they're all different. Um, sometimes they are crazy and disorganized, and other times they are um, wildly organized and civilized and well ran and um, a lot of fun. Um, you know, the thing I like about it is I just, I, I'm not the type of person that can just kind of go to the same office every day and clock in and clock out and do my nine to five. So, um, you know, every day we're in a new location, a new restaurant, new house, new this, new that. Um, we're always doing something fun. We're going to like different, um, sporting events. What did I get? I got the, I'm going to tell you all about it in just a second. So anyway, so if you guys, I know that on YouTube, obviously you're not watching it live, um, but you can put questions in the in the comments below and I'll have him come back and we'll do like a special Bachelor at, or like a Love is Blind episode or I mean, not Love is Blind, Perfect Match or Love Island or one of, one of those. But if you're watching on TikTok, ask any reality questions while we kind of drink a little wine because I think it's interesting. For me, I always find, well, first of all, let's talk about the wine and then we'll do a cheers and then I'll ask him a question. I'm drinking the rosé. If you guys notice... This is a cup that I got for a couple of girlfriends, and it says Real Housewives of Sherman Oaks. I'm going to bring it closer to the camera so you can see. Real Housewives of Sherman Oaks, and it has my name, Donna, on the back. There. TikTok, you can see it too. Isn't that cute? Um, okay, cheers. You're drinking cheers. the Moscatel. Okay. I'm drinking the Rosé. All right. I'm excited. At 11.45 a.m. Cheers. Cheers. On a Thursday. Mm. Mm, not what I expected. What did you expect? Much sweeter. And it's better that it's, it's not so sweet. It's sweet, but it's it's not as sweet as I thought it would be. I, I agree. I actually, when you see the word Moscatel, my first thought yeah. is Moscato, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, a question came in. Lance, do you have a favorite show you've worked on? Ooh, great. I, honestly, yes. Honest, easy, easy, easy. Dancing with the Stars is my all-time favorite show. Um, mm. It's here in Los Angeles. It's Union. It's all shot on a stage. We get to like go out and do all kinds of fun stuff with different celebrities. Um, it runs for like 14 weeks long. Um, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's the best show that he works on for sure because it's very um, stable. See, the problem with reality shows and, you know, we have um, – Lance is, by the way, he's six foot two, but you're sitting on something a little lower than me and I feel taller than you for the first time ever. I'm five foot, in case you're wondering, like my oh, size. Boy. Um, yeah, so Dancing with the Stars, Ariana is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, Ariana from VPR, which is a great tie-in. Um, but I like it too, because it's a studio show, it's union, he knows when he's going to go to the, uh, to work every day for the most part, and they don't work his, like, butt off. A lot of these shows, he'll be on a show once in a while that I feel like they'll overwork them. You know, they really overwork a lot of these production guys in different shows. Um, and while it's nice because you get, like, overtime pay... It is nice to have just like a very kind of cush job like that, right? Civilized. Civilized? Civilized. Like a 10-hour day is civilized in my world. Who was your favorite Dancing with the Stars um, contestant that you've worked with? Ooh, what a good question. I'll just keep drinking. Um, you haven't tried the rosé. I Oh, I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Mm, cheers again. We're doing a flight. 
It looks like one of you could be famous. Which one? Me. Okay, so um, what do you think of the rosé? Oh, it's good. Actually, really good. I agree. It's um, it's nice. It's dry. Um, not too sweet. Like some some rosés are just too sweet. I don't like a sweet rosé. Uh, this is like right in the pocket. I'm Very really nice. a fan. I'm really a fan. You guys go to ilia.com, use the code DAILY20, and do it for if you love me and you're a doser, because we like to work with companies like Ilya. I'm so excited to have a sponsorship with them or a partnership. So hook it up. Okay, quickly, your favorite um, Dancing with the Stars contestant, and then we're going to get into Van- Vanderpump Rules. God, it's so hard to pick one. Um, there's just so many like cool people that I've had the opportunity to work with. Um, Oh, I guess I should have given him Nelly? the questions last. Nelly was just so cool. You didn't just say Nelly. And Nelly was super cool to work with. Nelly? Yeah. Um, you put me on the spot. I had to say something. I said Nelly. Um, I don't know. Nelly? You, do you guys remember Nelly? If you want to go and take a ride with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nelly. Uh, that was great. That was, was really cool. random. Super nice guy. Nelly, if you're watching. Didn't you like Vinny from Jersey Shore? Vinny was also cool. Great guy. Oh, my God. Uh, Have you picked up any dance moves? Like, <laughs> ugh, don't get him started. He loves to dance, this one. I didn't need to pick up any dance moves. I already, I already had them all. Lance has never struggled with his with his uh, confidence. I'll tell you that. Um, okay, you guys. So we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Do you want to hang? Or do you want to do you want to leave? I'll hang. <laughs> okay. If I let's, have the option, I'll hang. Okay, so I'm going to kind of move my mic because I'm going to yeah. do a, a do little. You. So <laughs> I'm here for comedic relief. <laughs> oh shit! I hope this doesn't ruin the show. You guys, leave me a comment and let me know if you still enjoy Daily Dose of Donna with the side of Lance. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys. So just a reminder for those of you that are here on YouTube, I freaking love you on YouTube. YouTube subscribers, I've decided, are my favorite social media followers. TikTok is close, but YouTube subscribers are the best. And I'll tell you why, Lance. They watch for a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you a lot of love and they're like spending a lot of time with you. But I feel like they're not shy in the comments from just loving on you. Like people leave comments on YouTube just to say, I love this show. This is a great show. Donna, you're doing a great job. You don't get that on a lot of other social media. I feel like you don't get a lot of stuff on Instagram just saying like, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, a side of Lance, R-O-F-L. That means rolling on the floor laughing. Thank you, Donna. Well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, so so um, so you guys have been so awesome. And yesterday I had a comment that I'm going to pull up actually as I'm here because it was so sweet. And it basically says um, something along the lines that now I'm going to now I'm going to have a hard time finding it, of course, because I'm I'm probably buzzed, Lance, knowing you know what's going on here. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not buzzed. It takes a little bit more than that. But she said. I'm just worried the sound is going to go on if I go to the comments. But she said, um, hold on, let me just, yep, I knew it would. Okay, she said, everybody, this is from Lauren S. Everybody subscribe. She should have way more followers. Let's get her to 10K by summer. And I'm right now at 2.86 thousand subscribers on YouTube. And I just started YouTube. 
you guys, two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. two and a half weeks ago, I had 200 subscribers on YouTube. So you guys are giving the love and I appreciate it so, so, so much. So that's number one. Thank you, YouTube. And always leave your comments about like what you like about the show or what show you want me to cover, what kind of questions you have. Okay. We're going to get into VPR, you guys. I watched last night's episode. Now he knows I take it seriously. I'm, I'm on the front lines. I'm Donna Couric, Donna Walters, and Donna Winfrey, and maybe Donna Rathers. I am all the things when it comes to these reality shows because not only am I taking it so seriously, I love VPR so much, and this is all so crazy, the scandal thing for me, but I can't, like, I can't let you guys down. Like, I need to watch it, I need to take notes, and I need to come to you. So let me, let's just break down a little bit about last night's episode and let me know, you guys, if you're watching on TikTok, if you watch VPR and what your thoughts were. So overall, and I'll just give you a heads up. So last night's episode was basically this culmination of this weekend away where they all went to Mexico for Sheena's wedding, Sheena and Brock. And this was, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not doing a Howie Mandel situation here where I have to explain to him the show because this is my show. And if I got uh, Tom Sandoval, I would. What is that face? What? Okay, so Who's um, Tom Sandoval, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> we don't want people like you on this area. You know exactly who that is. I think. Um, so basically, they had the wedding. You know, this is this culmination of like a three, four day wedding, right? And here's the thing about this: is I truly believe. I got a comment on my YouTube that made me question everything because basically what happens in this episode, in addition to a million other things that were bananas, even without the Sandoval story, the Scandoval story, is Sheena tells her girlfriends, her bridesmaids, the night before the wedding. So remember, they've paid to go to Mexico. They've paid for their hotel room. They've paid for, you know, they're not working for those days. Think about how much money goes into a destination wedding as a guest, like how much money you're spending, right? It's a big thing. You have kids at home, whatever. She tells all her bridesmaids the night before the wedding, guys, I have to tell you, I'm already married. I got married a year ago. We've been hiding it from all of you. I didn't even think about this. Would you be mad as a bridesmaid or as a groomsman if you spent all these thousands of dollars for this wedding and then you find out that they're already married? Yeah, I can't just like come to the courthouse. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure they were having fun. But yeah, I wonder if there was like a part of them that were saying like, did I have to really do this? Okay, yes, I would be so mad. That's so interesting. I didn't think about it really watching it. But now I'm like, you spend a lot of money. If I was a good friend, no, I wouldn't be mad. Well, I'm sure that all of her friends and family and whoever went ended up having an amazing time. So I'm sure it was great, but a couple things went down in this episode. Now we pick the episode up right in the middle of Raquel, Rachel, Raquel, and Schwartzy kissing. And let me tell you, the most awkward, the most horrible, the most unchemistry kiss you could ever have in the world these two are having because neither of them wanted to be there. And this is why it's so upsetting. Katie Maloney. Schwartz's ex-wife, who was still technically, don't look at your watch if you're going to be on. This guy can't stop with his look. He's constantly looking at his things. Um, give me attention, just like Katie Maloney asks from Schwartz. Why, why don't you pay attention to me? Why aren't you an Sorry. avid? Be a doser. If you're going to be a doser, be a doser. <laughs> he threw his watch. Okay. Um, okay. So, so Schwartz and Katie, I've 
if you guys have been watching the show, you know, my feelings about Katie Maloney have been a little, because she is a very, very, um, she doesn't come off as a happy human being. She's very, she's like one of those kind of always depressed, always angry, always complaining energy. And we've seen it now for years and years and years. It's not like she's having a bad season. She's kind of having a bad show and, or a bad run. And I don't know if she's like this in real life because everyone says, no, this is just because of Schwartz or whatever. But anyway, she and Schwartz have just gotten separated, divorced, but they're not officially divorced. They're still technically married. And she has told him multiple times, you cannot make out with Raquel. Please don't make out with anyone in our friend group. And she specifically said Raquel in the last few episodes. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Raquel was saying to Schwartz, I mean, Raquel was saying, to Katie, I told Schwartz that I think he's cute and that I would want to make out with him. And Katie looked like she was a ghost. This is a few episodes ago, or a few episodes ago, and was like, "Please, like, don't make out with my ex-husband." So sure enough, they go to Mexico. Katie doesn't even shouldn't even be at the wedding. She shouldn't even be in Mexico. I don't know why in the world she went because it ended up being what looked like maybe the most depressing weekend ever because she was at the venue, but not at the wedding and knowing and hearing and seeing her ex-husband like happily making out with this girl. I mean, it was just awful, awful. But anyway, we find out Raquel tries to play it off. Like I thought I like, I was feeling something for Schwartz and I wanted to explore that further, which if we didn't know now, if we didn't know what we know now, the Sandoval of it all, that Tom Sandoval and Raquel had already made out before this. This is another Tom, okay? Mm-hmm. Had already made out before this and they were having feelings for each other. And meanwhile, she's like pretending and putting on the charade that she has feelings for Schwartz. It's ludicrous. It's insane to watch. It feels diabolical, as my friend Kate Casey said today on Twitter. The entire episode, I just could not get my eyes off this this girl, this Raquel Rachel, how she could, A, upset this girl. I understand she's not friends with Katie. Cool. Like she doesn't like Katie. That's fine. But she knows Katie does not want her to make out with her ex-husband and she still goes and does it. Schwartz, her ex-husband, knows that, he, that her his ex doesn't want her to make out with or him to make out with her, and they still do it. It's such a slap in the face, and I don't care if Katie is negative or depressed or like Oscar the Grouch. It still is a respect thing, and it was so effed to see this side because for the first time watching Katie on this episode, I like really felt for her. Like imagine, imagine knowing that the person you were with for 10 years or, you know, I think 10 years, married for 12, six years, together 12 years, like something long. And then you break up, not because you want to divorce, because you know that you're never going to be right for each other. And then all of a sudden you see, and he's like making out, like if you were making out with some peripheral friend of ours, I don't know. It would be really gross. Really? So gross. It'd be gross, It'd be gross for you. It would be gross for me. It would be It'd gross. It would be gross for all of our friends. No, they were cheering. That's the thing is like there's half of the friends that were all cheering them on and they were saying, we want Schwartz to be happy. And I actually can see both sides. But anyway, that whole storyline felt so sad for me. And then James, James Kennedy and Raquel used to be engaged. So meanwhile, he finds out also that his ex-fiance made out with his good friend, Schwartz. It's incestuous. It's like, and I understand, like you're on the same show. It's as if... Well, I mean, you work on shows like Love Island or whatever. Like everyone is in 
like Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. You're all together in one little like place. Yeah, but there are other human beings like at their disposal on a show like Vanderpump Rules versus like a Love Island where they're just sort of like stuck. Like quarantined. They're quarantined and they don't have any other options. I know. They have to like make out with this person and then make out with this person. They live in Los Angeles. They don't have to sort of dip into the same swimming pool. Wow. Vicky says Schwartz is 100% an alcoholic. I'm 20 years sober and would bet my last dollar. Well, Schwartz came off in yesterday's episode. And number one, I think a lot of them are actually, Vicky. But Schwartz came off in yesterday's episode looking as pathetic as you can possibly look in life, right? Didn't you feel that? Like, Schwartz, I'm asking you, like you watched it. He was so sweaty and he was so unkempt and he was so like bumbling and falling over his words. He did something that he knew would piss off Katie. And then he was like, why are you mad? Katie, like, why are you mad at me? I can't handle it. It was so upsetting to watch. She was devastated over it. She sent one of her famous rage texts, but he didn't do anything to make it better. He tried by like going and sitting with her and talking, bub, bubba, can't handle it. I don't know why she feels the need to make her way through the whole male cast. (laughs) Guys, guys, it's insane. They're sitting at like this Benihana style dinner and it's, it's James Kennedy and his adorable girlfriend, Allie, who we saw on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Do you remember we saw her mm-hmm. in West Hollywood? So it's- We should run up and get her on the podcast. I didn't. Guys, I like her. She's so sweet. But I'm like, what am I going to do with Allie on my podcast? Like, Drink some Ilya wine. We should have. We really should have. <laughs> so it's James Kennedy and, and, you know, those long tables. It's a Benny Hanna style, right? And then it's Tom Schwartz, Raquel Rachel- Tom Sandoval, meanwhile, she's hooking up with all of them, right? She used to be engaged to James Kennedy. She's just made out with Schwartz, and secretly she's making out with Sandoval and in love with Sandoval. And then, of course, Ariana, Sandoval's actual girlfriend, and Sheena, whatever. And she's just so, um, her energy the entire episode is so, like, hard to watch because you you get to know what's really happening. Now that Sandoval did Howie Mandel's podcast and you know that at this point in life, they were already hooking up and you see them like pretending that they don't have feelings for each other or that they don't even know. And she's sitting with his girlfriend, Ariana, the entire episode she's with Ariana. And so there's this one really creepy scene. Okay. It's beyond number one. It looks like it's probably 2 a.m. They are all so hammered, probably on some drugs too, is what it felt like. And they're sitting in Sheena's room and it's Sheena and Ariana and Raquel, Rachel and Sandoval. And he keeps calling her name. And I'm almost like embarrassed to say it out loud the way he does it, but he's got like these glasses on. She's got glass. They're all like so effed up, like just greasy looking and drunk. And he's like, Raquel, Raquel. And then Ariana goes, Tom, this is to her boyfriend, not knowing that they love each other. Tom, why are you being so weird? Why do you keep saying Raquel like that? And he keeps like getting kind of almost mad at Raquel, like giving her a hard time. He throws Schwartz's room key at Raquel. And now you know that he was jealous. Like he had feelings for Raquel at that time. They had already hooked up. He had feelings for Raquel, but couldn't show or share that. So instead of like being really supportive over her and Schwartz being together, he almost was like picking on her over it. It's... These episodes of Vanderpump Rules are like, so like they should be psychology episodes or like they should be taught in human behavior 101 at universities. Like it's insane to watch. And meanwhile, Raquel 
and Lala are obviously at, you know, head at a head. They don't like each other. Lala's got Katie's back, which by the way, and this is going to maybe be an unpopular opinion, but Lala is Sheena's like bestie. We know this. She was in Mexico for Sheena's wedding and she literally like didn't hang out with Sheena and go to any of the events. She chose Katie over Sheena on that weekend. And I think everyone watching knows that. And it's so hurtful. And Sheena gets upset about it. She's like, Lala, why aren't you around for any of my things? And Lala keeps saying like, I can't be around the energy of people like Raquel. Well, Lala actually knew the truth. She didn't actually know the truth, but she felt that Raquel was shady. But it still sucks for Sheena. I don't know if you guys like would feel that way if you're getting married and your best friend is there and then she chooses to like hang out with your enemy in other places instead of being at all your events. It was kind of apt. But anyway, Lala hates Raquel Rachel, but at the wedding, Rachel Raquel goes up to Lala and says, can I talk to you for a minute? And they go and sit down. And what starts by maybe like getting along for a second turns into like, you know, where Lala's like, I don't trust you. I don't like you. And Raquel Rachel's like, I haven't done anything wrong. Meanwhile, she's hooked up with her friend's husband already. Like, for, I mean, boyfriend, like it's, it's kind it's a sociopathic behavior that she's walking around. So like deer in headlights, like everything's fine. I'm just having fun. Live a little. That's her energy. And meanwhile, she's like ruining lives behind the scenes. She ruined, like she ruined Katie's moment there or Katie's weekend for no reason. She didn't even have feelings for Schwartz. She was just doing it to piss off Katie. Meanwhile, she loves Sandoval. I mean, you guys. But I was watching this episode and seeing Sandoval. And this is going to be probably the most, like, unpopular thing I've ever seen. But I actually, yeah, that was weird. Cedar that she, said. Said, said, said. Okay. Um, Coach Candy says, but didn't, but she didn't have her in her wedding. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird that Lala wasn't in her wedding, but my guess was that Lala asked not to be in the wedding. Like, I have a feeling Lala's like, I can't be a bridesmaid. Like, I'll go, but I can't be a bridesmaid. So let me explain something to you that actually hit me in the feels like I felt. So Sandoval was just on Howie Mandel. And we know this very well. We know he's a narcissistic piece of shit. We know that he's, like, deflecting. We know he's putting it all on Ariana, saying it was Ariana's fault, et cetera, et cetera. But he is, his life is, like, very much effed since this came out. Like, are they together? He's saying they're not, but let's be real. You don't like, yes, they're together. He's like, okay. we're, we're on pause basically. Or like, we're taking a little break. I think that's their way of trying to get the heat off of them. Of course they're together. They're in love. I think they're in love. I think that he, he straight up said that he became like, she was like a drug to him. Like even Schwartz said that Sandoval, um, Raquel, Rachel was Sandoval's, uh, heroin. It's crazy. I get it. Do you though? Yeah, you're like a drug to me. But, oh, okay. <laughs> Do you even know what heroin feels like? I'm like, <laughs> should we talk about that? Let's drink more. Okay. So I will say this, watching the episode and seeing how things were back in August. And yes, Sandoval at this point had already stepped outside of his marriage. We know this, but watching this felt just so like, you know, sliding doors, you know, that period, it's like, make a decision. Do I, or do, do I not? And if I do, I'm going this way. And if I don't, I'm going this way. And he made this decision at that moment in that, in that time period, we're watching it live to go this way, regardless of why, regardless of what. And now like we know almost a year later where his life is. 
and everything he had in this episode, his adorable, you know, girlfriend, Ariana, and all these friends and the businesses and this and that, like, it's all fallen apart. And it's kind of weird to see, like, it's kind of like seeing like a behind the scenes, like a flashback, you know? Um, I'm missing something. No one mentions in the early episode this season when Raquel was on a date with Peter when she said, what did she say? Oh, because he can control her. That's his high. Wait, I'm missing something because he can, what? James did. Oh, yes. Well, in an earlier episode, she went out with Peter. Do you remember Peter on that show? He was like the manager of Sir. He's in every single season, but he yes. like never gets the girl. He's always like the random guy in the, in the corner. James, she cried to Peter. She was on a date with Peter and she said, James did everything for me. He paid for everything. I don't know what I'm going to do crying. The first part of the season, this is weird, you guys. This is Sandoval because the first part of the season, Raquel is very like mentally and emotionally like broken. She's crying a lot. She's a mess. She, she's falling apart. And then like at some point in the last couple episodes, you see that all of a sudden she's like awoken. And it's exactly right when she starts hooking up with Sandoval. Like Sandoval gave Raquel Rachel a feeling that like everything was going to be okay or that she was better than she was or something along those lines, right? It's it's a very, very crazy situation and sad, sad to watch. Um, we also know that, uh, yeah, Peter had already shared on Kristen Doty's podcast that Tom reached out to Peter when that first episode aired, when they dated and was like, did you hook up with Rachel that night, Raquel that night? Did you have sex with Raquel? Because Tom Sandoval was probably still also hooking up with her at that time. Okay, karma, too bad, getting a lot of that. Anyway, the episode is adorable for the wedding. Sheena and Brock, I'm a big fan. I am not a, um, like, I am so pro Sheena and Brock. I think they're adorable, believe it or not. I think they're adorable. Their wedding looked adorable. Their daughter is, Summer, is so cute. Summer Moon. Why didn't we name our kids that? Why didn't we name our kids August and everything after? <laughs> like the Counting Crows album. Mm-hmm. We should have named our sons like Evermore and Folklore, like a Taylor Swift album mm-hmm. name. Because we don't smell like patchouli in our pits. Taylor Swift? No. Uh, August and everything after. Or... Or, you know, Sailor Moon or whatever you said. Summer Moon. They're not, that's not, that's not hippie. You felt like that was a hippie name, Summer Moon? Um, no, you don't think so? Summer Moon, no, it feels like I'm trying to brand her. Mm. Summer, it kind of sounds like a Pokemon character or something, right? Doesn't it? No, we can always give them stage names. Yeah, we should. Let's give our kids stage names. Dylan and Oliver, let's change it to Dirk. Dirk and Oscar. Steel. Steel. Okay. Okay. That's a, we're gonna be on it. All right, you guys. So at the end, the last thing I'm gonna say is that Lala was on Watch What Happens Live. And basically, Andy had a question from the audience. Someone had asked, did Rachel Raquel? Well, they said Raquel. Did Raquel um kind of like separate herself from Ariana in that seven-month affair, which is way more than seven months, let's be honest? Or was she close? And we all know she was very close. And Lala said, you guys are going to die. Because in the finale episode, there is a, a conversation that happens between Raquel, Rachel, and Ariana that is so incredibly insane. She's nuts. You won't believe what happens in this conversation. My guess, my guess is that she, no, people don't get paid for Watch What Happens Live because it's such good promotion for them. Um, My guess is that 
and this is totally a guess, but if it's that bad, what if Ariana confides in Raquel Rachel saying, I am so concerned. I'm scared that Tom is having an affair. And Raquel Rachel like comforts her and says, no, he's not. Wouldn't that be a crazy scene? I'm curious what you guys think. Okay, you guys. So, um, so cheers. Let's do one last little sipper because now we're at 30 minutes. Cheers. Cheers. Which one did you like better, the Moscatel or the Rosé or both? I liked them both. I liked them both, too. They're Do you want another? Fantastic. I'll have another yeah, some of this. Okay. I got nothing left here. We can drink more tonight. Okay. Lance is going to Vegas this weekend. I'm going to BravoCon on November 3rd. Who's going to be there? Let me know. Um, we already got our hotel booked. I want to, like, do a dosers meetup. I think by November I'm going to have a good crew of dosers that are going to be there. Tomorrow we'll try the Roble. I think it's called Roble and not Roble. I think Roble should sounds I, should right. Should I come back for that? Mm, we'll see the audience. <laughs> I really Howie Mandel my way through this. So. You are so Howie Mandel. Oh my God, you Lance mandel <laughs> You guys, let me know below if you liked Lance. Let me know if you want us to do ever like a bonus episode where we talk specifically about reality. Um, I have so many other exciting things coming up. Make sure to subscribe, hit the bell so that you get notifications and follow over on Instagram and TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling. All the links are going to be below. Purchase some Ilia wine, code DAILY20 if you want to support me. That definitely does support me as well. I appreciate you guys so much. Hit the button. Hit the button. Bye, y'all.